Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What's a ninja's favorite section in the bookstore? Stealth help. Why are zebras bad at baseball? Three stripes and they're out. Why does Snoop Dogg use an umbrella? Faux drizzle. You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola vibes dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio. Now a podcast, I'm Dr. Steve. With my little pal, Night Nurse Evie. Pod- podcast audience doesn't know you as well as the SiriusXM audience does. Matter of fact, I don't think you've ever been on the podcast. I haven't. Well, no. we have to talk about all your mess. 
<laughs> I got plenty to tell. <laughs> this is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you got a question, you're embarrassed to take your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347. Take it away, Evie. Poo-head. Oh, very good. Ah. Oh, you get a... If you're listening to us live, the number 754-227-3647. That's 754-22-PENIS. Or my personal favorite, 754-BEAR-NIP. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine, at Lady Diagnosis, and at DRScottWM. You don't have Twitter yet, do you? Or you do? I do have Twitter, what? but I have to tweak it. Oh, you got you to gotta tweak it. Okay. I got to change right. my name. Visit our website at weirdmedicine.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. All right. Very good. Well, okay. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, for the people who listen to Sirius XM, Evie's been on our show there for a couple of months. Yes. And she's not actually a nurse, but a night nurse would not necessarily be a licensed nurse. They would be somebody that's practicing, you know, nursing for like superheroes on the side. Yes. So that that's what Evie do. I'm Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she likes to regale us about uh, uh, regarding her sexual escapades <laughs> because she had quite the dry spell there for a while. I did. And now she won't shut up about it. No, I won't. So if if you want to hear about you know, you know, intercourse and stuff, just keep listening because she'll tell you everything that you want to know. Yes, I will. She's very open about that. You so ask. That's good. Yeah, yeah, good. Did you bring any news stories with you today? You did not. No, okay. I did not. That's fine. Um, I, I want everybody to check out something. This guy sent us some stuff, and I'll I give you um, a bottle of this. Evie, you can try. You cook, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. So this is called Ramp Salt. Okay. It's made from ramps and salt. Well, there you go. Hence the name. It's kosher salt. Pick and clean every ramp. We make sure to preserve uh, the um, the West Virginia ramp population and never over harvest. Well, I always thought ramps were weeds. So uh, this stuff really smells good. And uh, it was, wow, that really smells good. I can't wait to cook with this stuff. But anyway, you go to WV, like West Virginia, WVRampSalt.com. And uh, you can buy some, and it's pretty inexpensive. Oh, wow. Um, you look up ramps real quick. Yeah. And, and, well, I'll give this to you later. Are it's they doing it um, R? Yeah. Okay. Well, how else ask? would you spell ramp? Well, you really don't know. Well, that's true. Ask. It could be W. Yeah. W-R-A-I. Yeah. That's M-E-P. why I asked. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. See? Yeah. Just West- give me the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I always do. Yes, you do. All right. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm going to uh, read to you a uh, recent article oh, okay. um, from Medical Press. It's you know kind of a um, throwaway online medical journal. But it says, new paths to cure cancer emerge from immunotherapy trials. Now, people who have been listening to this show for any period of time already know about this. And as a matter of fact, if you want to read about non- pseudoscience cancer cures go to drsteve.com and in the upper right hand corner there's a bunch of links and one of them says non-pseudoscience cancer cures and um we in there i have uh, articles regarding the abscopal effect 
for melanoma, which in which if we could learn how to uh, stimulate that every time, we could cure melanoma just about every time. Yeah. Melanoma is a is a you know it's a really angry progressive disease when you have it when it's metastatic. Yes. Uh, most of them can be cured if they're caught soon enough just by wide excision, you know, right. just cutting it yeah, out. Just cutting it out yeah. But if it uh, becomes metastatic, it, it becomes tough. We've got more stuff now than we did. But um, this abscopal effect is really interesting. And um, this occurs when, let's say, someone gets a tumor in their, in their hip and they get radiation. And the radiation, of course, kills the, the cancer. But there's leftover proteins that doesn't make them go away. It just disrupts their function to the point where they can't live anymore. And as they're disrupted, they, those cells start to open up, and there's proteins that are presented now to the immune system that it couldn't see before. Maybe they were blocked by some factor that um, causes the immune system to just gloss over it. Right. You know, I, I always use the analogy of a serial killer in your neighborhood. Um, you know, they're out in front of you know in the front mowing their lawn, waving to you as you drive by in the morning. You can't see. What's, you know, the people that are chained up in the basement. Right. You know, and once one of them gets out, though, and says, hell, then everybody knows. And then the, you know, the villagers can come with the torches and burn the house down. Hopefully they got the victims out first. But um, it's the same kind of situation. Uh, You've got these cancerous tumors growing in the body and the immune system just walks right on by, doesn't see anything. And then now... When we do this radiation on these people with melanoma in the bone uh, and we dis- we open up that basement door and one of the victims gets out and now the immune system goes, oh, wait, what the hell is this? And it starts recognizing it'll go and just kill all the tumor in the body. Oh, wow. Now, this will happen about one time out of every 250, maybe one time out of every 500, if that. Okay. Uh, but when it happens, it's dramatic. It's, it will affect a complete cure in, in people. And we've, so one thing we've got to do is figure out how do we trigger this? You know, what's the best way for us to tell the immune system to go and kill this cancer? Right. Because unlike chemotherapy, which is a, you know, you're just poisoning cells, and it's like dropping a smart bomb in the middle of Baghdad, there's going to be collateral damage, right? right. You're trying to kill living human cells inside a living human body. And uh, if, uh, but the immune system can go in and just kill the, only the cells that you want it to kill and, uh, and do it perfectly. And it'll, it will, is relentless until every cell is gone. You know? That's amazing. That's the way we're going to eventually cure cancer. I used to say it was 100 years away. Then I said 50 and then 25, and now we're, you know, I'm saying maybe 10, 15 years we'll have it. So here's this article. It says, in the winter of 2013, Sue Scott, who was 36, had planned her own funeral. Her cervical cancer, which cervical cancer is, it's it's a rough one, uh, was spreading fast. Multiple rounds of chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery had all failed. The tumors were invading her liver and colon and squeezing her ureters. Those are the tubes coming down from the uh, kidney into the bladder. And when you squeeze those, you get back pressure, you get kidney failure. Um, So her last chance was to enroll in an experimental trial in which doctors were trying to partially replace patients' immune system with T-cells that would specifically attack cancers caused by the human papillomavirus, which is uh, where cervical cancer comes from, by the way. So, um, So... First lesson of this is get your damn pap smears. Definitely. If you you get your pap smears done on the schedule that they recommend, 
you will catch the vast, vast majority of these before they become cancerous and they can be cured right there in the cervix before it becomes cancer. Uh, So they did it and within a few months, her tumors completely disappeared. This March, she celebrated five years cancer-free and according to her doctors appear fully cured. Now this sounds like a damn miracle and it is a miracle of modern science. And uh, uh, this is what we're going for. And... uh, there's no question that if she had maintained uh, chemotherapy, surgery, radiotherapy, that she would be gone yeah, by now be, because stage four cervical cancer is yeah. a terminal illness. My sister had part of her cervix removed for precancerous cells. Oh, is that right? Yes, twice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they did a closer examination of why Scott's cells worked so well. It led to new discovery that may be helpful in killing other kinds of solid tumors. See, once we show that we can do it once, yeah. we know we can do it. We can replicate it. Keep then we, it you start looking now. how do we make this happen every time? So they're at the National Cancer Institute. Um, uh, straight out of you, we got the gene sequence. Now we can put it in anyone's cells and make their cells attack cancer the same way. And uh, so that's what something we're working on, trying to bring it to the clinic to see if it will work. So um, there you go. How about that? Um, that is good let's news. see if there's anything else in here. Yeah. Yeah. Next steps. There are hopes to uh, open the first clinical trials on cancers that express uh, this certain antigen called KKLC1 in about a year. And international patients are welcome to apply. They can't say often these experimental trials work or give percentage rate for success. The study sizes are just too small. So if you're interested in doing something like that, um, uh, you, the place to go is a website called clinicaltrials.gov or clinicaltrials.gov. You put in the cancer type. that you, Let's just say that you know somebody that has metastatic um, uh, pancreatic cancer. And then you put in clinicaltrials.gov and click on active studies, and it will give you all the people that are recruiting people for studies. Now, some of them will be epidemiologic. In other words, they're just trying to collect data. Right. If you're interested in, in getting a novel treatment, that's not going to be for you. But there will be one or two in there, um, you know, immunotherapy for stage four pancreatic cancer. And then they'll have criteria. you got to not have certain other problems, you know, um, uh, they may not want people with renal failure or liver failure, stuff like that. And so if you meet the criteria, um, you get your uh, primary care or your oncologist to give them a call, get you signed up, and, and go for it. So uh, clinicaltrials.gov is a great place when current therapies have failed and you want to try something else. Yeah. But you want to do it soon enough. You can't wait till you're on death's door um, because all of these Trials want people who are otherwise relatively healthy, but have a sing most of the time have a single problem, like uh, uh, you know uh, pancreatic cancer, cervical cancer, lung cancer, yeah. something like that. And if you um, you know if you wait till you've had your third pneumonia, and now you've got um, you know problems with your lungs and your kidneys and your liver. It be may be too late. It yeah. may be too late because they want to. They want people who are going to survive long enough to survive the treatment so they can see if it works. So anyway, gotcha. all right. There you go. What'd you find out about ramps? Well, ramp salt. Here, let me open up my info. Well, I don't care about ramp salt. I'm interested in ramps. Oh, ramps. Yeah, because they're making the salt out of these ramps. So anyway, oh shit, I'll look it up. All oh, that time I've got I was killing it. time. I've got it. <laughs> oh, they're wild leeks. Yeah. Okay. That's all they are. I've got right. it here. I all right. Well, tell me about, about it. it. Yeah, I want to know about um, it. Um. 
I'm opening it up. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, it's Allium <laughs> trichocum, known as the ramp in North wild America. Leeks. Yeah, it's a species of wild onion widespread across eastern Canada and the eastern United States. They're high in vitamin C. Well, there you go. And they've saved many mountaineer from scurvy and nutritional hmm. maladies, believe it or not. So they were eating these things. Yes, they were. Now, what are those things that grow? Like, I get chives that grow in my yard. Yes. I wonder if that's – are those the, really the, chives? The wild onions is what they are. Okay, okay. Because yeah. if you ever pull them up, they have the, the onion bulb at the bottom. Okay. But you can eat those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we used to eat them. Um, we used to make um, – or uh, I – when I used to have a big garden, I would take little onion sets and put them all the way around in the periphery of the garden. At the end of the year, you've got on- fresh onions, yeah. and it keeps a lot of the – some of the animals don't like them. Oh, good. They That's don't good like the know. smell of them. I had deer ravage my garden one year. I gave up. In Canada, ramps are considered rare delicacies. Oh. Yeah. They're pungent. They have a, a garlicky onion. Onion yeah. flavor. So this is like onion salt, and it's made with yeah. kosher salt and these ramps, and they apparently dry them out and crush them up. And it looks like it's well distributed in the powder. So I can't wait to cook with this. Good. But I'm thanks try. for some What are you going to try with it? WVRampSalt.com. Oh, I don't know. I might cook, try steak first. Okay. Or something like that. Or that just anytime good. you're going to use salt, throw it in there. All right. Maybe Be, I'll take it on my next date. You're going to take it on a date? What yeah, you where, do with he, that? where he cooks for me. Oh, okay, okay. And have him say. try it. I was trying to imagine how there would be some sort of, <laughs> you know, sexy salt sort of thing that you would do. Everything's yeah. kind of salty down there anyway. Well, so. cooking naked in the kitchen with salt, yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you should write a book, Cooking Naked with Salt. I am. All right. Good idea. All right. Uh, hey, don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. Stuff.drsteve.com makes a huge difference. Please use that whenever you can. And it has all the stuff from uh, that we've talked about on the show. Um, uh, and uh, it also has direct links to Amazon and uh, makes a, a, a huge difference in the uh, type of equipment that we can buy and all that kind of stuff. So please use stuff.drsteve.com whenever you're going to do online shopping. In addition, check out tweakedaudio.com. Use offer code FLUID for 33% off of your order. It is a Tennessee-based company, and they have the best uh, earbuds for the price on the market and the best customer service anywhere. Check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. And uh, don't forget, if you're interested in uh, hearing more than the most recent five episodes go to premium.drsteve.com for a buck 99 you can hear whatever premium content happens to be there but you can also get your hands on the archives of weird medicine that goes way back so uh, all right today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Okay, let's uh, take some phone calls. You ready? Yep. Oh, shoot. Why did I, why did I do that? Okay, let's try it again. What, what did you say, Ronnie B? Number one thing, don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Well. Hello. Oh, there it is. Hi, Dr. Steve. Um, I don't know if mental health problems, but I have random blackouts that I have no recollection of. Friends and family members will tell me that I said or did something, and I don't remember at all. Thank you. Bye. Okay. So he said he has periods where people say that he's saying things, Thanks. and he has no recollection of it. So um, this could this could be many things. Um, absent seizures is one, but usually those people aren't walking and talking. They may stand there and stare. Yeah, uh, like a blank know, stare. We off. think of seizures as being you know people shaking all over and all yeah. those. Those are called generalized tonic clonic seizures, and those people are um, unconscious during those and they're shaking and stuff. Yeah. And that's you know sort of random electrical discharge in the brain that kind of uh, uh, gets uh, out of hand and uh, travels around the brain and causing trouble. And uh, usually those things are self-limited and uh, those patients, you know, they wake up after a while and they may be fatigued or maybe drowsy for a while. We call that a post-ictal state. But for the most part, those are self-limited. When it's not, by the way, if it just goes on and on and on, that's a a, a medical emergency that's called status epilepticus. So just a fun fact. Um, but an absent seizure, well, you can have Jacksonian seizures. That's where you get one arm or one leg that starts jerking, but you're awake and you're looking yeah. at it and you can't control it. And it may travel up the arm and then become a generalized tonic-clonic seizure. Uh, and then uh, there are these uh, um, uh, sort of absence or petty mal seizures where you're, you just kind of go blank for a little while. Yeah. But I've not heard of it. Too many times when a person is talking, unless they're saying crazy things. Yeah, something crazy. So, um, uh, but it is possibility that that's what it is. Or uh, there could, it could be a fugue state. Fugue state um, could be manifested as a multiple personality situation where mm-hmm. people, you know, one, the model that we use is one model, one uh, personality takes over for a while and yeah. then recedes back. Uh, that may, in fact, not be really what's happening, but it is a model that you can use to kind of explain it. And uh, often the um, uh, the personalities aren't aware of each other. Right. So that's a possibility. And But either way, this person needs to be seen by a neurologist. Yes, that's this what ain't, I was thinking. This, this is ain't not normal, normal. No. Yeah, at all. Not normal. And before it gets worse, go get checked and see what they say and let us know what they tell you. Okay. There are yeah. some studies. For, if, if this happens frequently enough, they'll do what's called a sleep-deprived EEG where they'll have you stay up all night and then they'll hook you up and do brainwave scan. And uh, they'll watch for telltale signs of uh, seizure disorder. 
And uh, sometimes they'll try to stimulate it with flashing lights and stuff like that. If they can see it, then they make the diagnosis. Then they put you on medication and keep challenging you with those stimuli until they they can't make you have a seizure and then it stops. Oh, that's right. You know. And uh, but this person should also not be driving. No, that's what, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, should not be driving till he gets this straightened out. All right, let us know though. Please let us know. All right. Hey, Doctor Steve, this is uh, Ron from Maryland. Hey, Ron. Um, I'm 47 years old. Um, within the past year, I started losing all the hair on my legs. Now, I'm not a hairy person by nature. Um, in no way, no hair on my chest, no hair on my back, you know, slight balding on top, but, uh, what could be doing that? It's pretty bizarre. It's kind of freaking me out, but I don't know if it's that bad or not. Okay. So do you like hairy men or men with a clean shaven body? Hair is okay. I just don't like a lot of hair. Like back hair, matted back hair. I can't do that. (laughs) No, that's nasty. Yeah. Like a bear, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to calm your back or something. I had a friend in in high school, and he was so unbelievably hairy. I mean, it's just covered his whole body, you know. Oh, and uh, he went through puberty really early, and he had a beard before anybody else did, and all that kind of stuff. And he was quite hirsute, is what that's called. Oh wow! And um, uh, yeah, so. Uh, I have back hair. I have to shave it once a week. Yeah. You know, with one of those. Well, that's not bad because it's because it's it is kind of gross. <laughs> and then I used to have when I was a kid, like chest hair. That was like sexy because James yeah. Bond had it, and you know he had that all that chest hair. And then my wife's like, "Oh hell no, <laughs> you got to get rid of that." So then I have to shave my chest every Dude, every week too. Why don't yeah. you just wax it? I have done that. Have you? It lasts longer. It's more yeah, painful. It's way more expensive. Yes. It's just easier to, to uh, shave it. Now, if if you don't like ass crack hair, this is a little bit of a, an aside. <clears throat> Do not shave it. Because if you shave it, you will have to shave it all the time. time yes. And uh, there used to be a guy on this show that was a master barber, and he explained it very well um, why that is. Because if you wax your ass crack, you know, if you get a Brazilian, you don't have that stubble. But if you shave it, you're going to get stubble in a couple of days, and it's going to drive you crazy. Oh, yeah. And uh, the the reason is when you shave, you're going to get um, a, a flat top to that hair yes. strand, right? So that it goes, you know, it's a cylinder, and it's got a flat top on it. And that flat top has um, an edge. And that edge, you know, just think of, um, you know, a Coke can. You know, Coke can is cylindrical, and then it's got a flat top, yeah. so there's an edge there. And those edges, you get a you know a hundred thousand edges in your ass crack, and you're gonna <laughs> and they're gonna be rubbing on the skin. That's gonna drive you crazy, that's especially like, when the when the hair is really short. Well, it's like a cactus in between your ass. Exactly right. But if you get it waxed, when it comes back, it comes back tapered, oh. and the tapered. Uh, you know, is uh, the tapered end is very flexible and it won't irritate your ass crack. And I can attest to that because way before your time, Evie, I did um, uh, this thing called the ass crack challenge. And one of us shaved their ass. One was going to nair their ass. And thank God we read up on that and said, oh. don't do it. Because you can swell your ass crack up so bad that you can't shit past it. And it can cause real problems. So oh, don't wow. don't use nair on your ass crack. It's not made for it. Um Nair is uh, calcium 
uh, hydroxide. It's a very strong base, and it's very, very irritating to genitalia and stuff. Yes. Your legs can handle it, but your junk cannot do handle it. Don't do it. that. Don't do that, stupid. Someone's going to do that. So I know. That's why I'm telling them don't do it. So, uh, But I had mine waxed, and I recorded it. And the, the only thing that I found was, first, I didn't get any stubble when it grew back. And when I passed flatus, it sounded different because now I had pure skin slapping around instead of hair-covered skin <laughs> slapping around. Did it sound like fart. a queef? Yeah, no, it was it was weird. I have a recording of it. Maybe I'll pull that out sometime. We'll replay oh, that. But, but anyway, um, so now what the hell were we talking about? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, this he's person, losing hair on he's his legs. He's losing hair on his legs. I got, <laughs> I, I got uh, uh, sidetracked by... Uh, well, just a shiny yes. object. But uh, so losing hair on your legs. Now he is not very hairy in the first place, right. and but he had some leg hair. Uh, you can use lose hair on your legs just from wearing socks, socks yes. every day, and if I've they're tight that. enough, and it just kind of pull. Particularly if your hair follicles are not particularly strong, if it's easy to pull hair out. The other thing is you could have crummy circulation. Mm. And uh, the not being hairy everywhere else could be a red herring. That this, he actually he's having now he's having a problem with circulation. So I would ask him, do you have problems getting an erection? Uh, because that's a that's a circulatory issue as well, yes. and sometimes can be the canary in the coal mine. Um, you know, an early sign of problems with your circulation. Uh, there's a, a really easy test that they can do in the primary care provider's office called an ankle brachial index, and it's just where they take a blood pressure in the ankle, take a blood pressure in the thigh, compare the two. There should not be a big difference between the two. Mm. And there's um, there's a way you, you, you divide the numbers out and you come out with a number and then you can look on a chart and you can see if you've got a problem. And if that ankle brachial index doesn't look good, then um, – uh, you can do further testing to see if you've got bad circulation. And then there's medication you can take. Oh, for really? That. Okay. Yeah. Well, Increasing exercise that? and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, how would women know if they had an issue? Because they're because they're shaving their legs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they may notice that they don't have to shave as often. Uh, or you could just check your pulse and see if uh, you know if it's diminished in the in the feet. You feel it um, on the top of the foot between the long bone going to the first toe and the second toe that's where okay. your um uh where your dorsalis pedis uh pulse is okay. and then um how else well the, a sign of severe bad circulation is a thing called claudication when you're walking and all of a sudden your calves cramp up Ooh. and then you stop yeah. and then it goes away and then you start up again and then cramp up again and it's usually those people will tell you i know to the step how far I can go, and then it starts happening. And that's because they've got uh, decreased blood flow to the legs. And um, uh, as you exercise, of course, you demand more and more blood flow. And when you get to a certain critical value, the um, uh, the legs will cramp up because they're they're not getting the blood right. flow they need to work. So that's called claudication. Okay. So if you have claudication, you got to go get checked because you may have a blockage in one of the big arteries to the leg. And sometimes they'll put a balloon in it, open it up. Sometimes they'll use medication. But um, uh, that's that's a sign that needs to be evaluated. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So just okay. get checked. All right. Dr. Steve. Yeah, man. Marcus from North Carolina. Hey, Marcus. I've got a question about the uh, mandible. So I want to know 
why the women can sit around and jack their damn jaws all night at a party. But when we get home and I want her to suck on my big old fat meaty penis, her damn mouth hurts too much to give me a fucking blowjob. Can you answer that for me? Thanks, Dr. Steve. And hey, fuck P.A. John. That's right. Fuck P.A. John. You know, you know what I do in a situation like Are that? All right, so um, the reason you, your wife can talk all night to her friends and then come home and not give you a blowjob because you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it is. You've been, you are uh, at this party drinking, uh, checking, looking down uh, some of the big titty girls' blouses and stuff <laughs> and ignoring your wife, and then you get home and you want a damn blowjob. You want some attention. That's not going to happen. Is that, is that how it is? Am I right about oh, that? Yeah, Do I have that nail? Yeah. Yeah, okay. either that or you might need to go take a shower first. Oh, yeah, you might be some, some smelling. You know, I always we always shower before we have sex. I've always done that. Yeah, I like that. I do. Do you I get like in the shower too. together? Yeah, no, it's his shower's too small. Okay. But, well. he, you know, he's never had a problem with me giving him a blowjob, so. Yeah, there you go. Of course, he's clean and he's shaven and he's well-groomed at the same time. That so, makes a difference? Yes, it does. Oh, really? Because we do not want hair. Hmm. See, I'm. I mean, you could be shaved and trimmed, but don't be bushy. Oh yeah. You know. We need to get somebody in here who is an expert on male trimming up. Yes. Because I've bought those devices, like man groomers and stuff. I think they suck. They're they don't work right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do because this... you know I'm look I'm a child of the '60s. Hell, nobody. I mean, I'm just a. Remember, sixties and seventies bushes. You know, women didn't shave. Yeah, they just had this sort of natural uh, thing going Bush. on down there. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've never. I mean, I've tried to groom down there, but I don't know what the hell to do. Well, you just gotta just groom it away. Like well, this guy, the easier he, said than done. He's so smooth. Was he do? I believe. Well, I know he shaves the top. Well, sh- okay, but I think he also waxes. Oh, because it is nice and smooth. Really? Oh, yeah. now. Uh, he waxed the whole thing, so he looks like a baby no. down there. There's no hair at all. No, I he's think got that's hair. Creepy no, he's got hair. Okay. I'm just talking around, you know, the nad area. Yeah. Yeah. That's hairless, which I like. The nads are hairless. Yes. Huh. But he's re- he's real close shaved. I'm out of touch shaft. on this, and I have tried, you know, I have, I have bought so many different things. Yeah. And I've got no... Real success with it at all. I look weird, and it comes out kind of patchy looking, <laughs> <laughs> like I had chemo, and the, you know that some of the hair's fallen yeah. out, but not all of it has yet. And then if I shave, if I shave down too far, then I get stubble right above, like where my bladder yeah. you know, is. Well, I'll tell you a like trick that. to to shaving men. Okay. Listen, all right, because in women you should already know this. In order to keep um, from getting razor bumps or anything like that. Mm-hmm. After you, first of all, you should shave with coconut oil. Hmm. Coconut oil, and after you shave with the coconut oil, you need to rinse with ice cold water to close. Oh, to close the pores. To close the pores. Oh, the or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or it's just going to remain open, and you're going to get irritation. The other thing that um, our master barber would say is don't shave too damn close, close either exactly. because if you do what happens is the follicle retracts or the um, yeah the hair shaft retracts 
and then it gets below the level of the skin, and as it tries to grow out, sometimes it'll get caught and it'll just curl up in that follicle. Yes, yeah, so and you'll have you hair, with a, and it will hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I never had that problem because I've never got that close to getting it. I had one. I got too close. Oh my god, it hurt. We need to get somebody in here who's an expert on this. Yes, you know anybody? Mm. Some I could find somebody someone. that does like Brazilian waxing and stuff like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think I know a couple people. Okay. We'll check it out. I like to wax. Make sure they got some big ass titties. (laughs) I'm saying it helps on the radio. It helps on the radio. Yes, it does. That's the only reason. Well, I don't know. Well, you have to be some sort of woman to do Brazilian wax is the main. Come on. Well, the ones that did mine were hilarious. One was teaching the other one how to do it. Uh, And here I have my ass sticking up in the air. And um, pull the cheeks apart. Oh, my God. It was it was humiliating. Were they were they gorgeous, though? Oh, yeah. Both of them were. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. So it makes it that. Much. No, it wasn't hot. It was not hot. It wasn't hot. No, it was. It was uh, humiliating. And you know, and I've got P. A. John was there. Who I don't think you've met, but he he started this show with me. And I and I didn't realize till later. I said, "Yeah, my partner wants to come in." And I'm sure they thought they meant you know my partner partner. partner. Yeah. And um, anyway, and then <laughs> Jefferson uh, the shyster said I should have rubbed. Uh, Shoe polish in my underwear, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd anyway, like to see that. Though. Yeah, well, I will. We'll put that on a best up here directly. But anyway, okay. All right. Awesome. Let's take another one, then we'll get out of here. Hey, Doc. Uh, my name is Curtis. Um, about approximately a month ago, my right eye, my eyelid, has been twitching. Throughout the day, basically all day long, sometimes I get a, a, a break here and there, but it's driving me absolutely insane. So I don't know, maybe um, you know something that that I don't. Hmm. Uh, very good. Thank you, sir. Bye. Yeah, man. Um, it's called blepharospasm. And the problem with blepharospasm is that no one knows what causes it most of the time. You can get twitching that's chronic and persistent, could be there, could last a day, could last a month, sometimes it can last years. And uh, every once in a while, you'll get it that's severe enough that um, it, uh, the, the, eye, the eyelid spasms down so the person can't open their eye and oh, they really? become functionally blind. So, um, you know, uh, botulism is something we've talked about on this show is a deadly disease um, caused by um, a certain bacterium causing a very potent neurotoxin in canned foods. People get botulism. They can't breathe because it paralyzes their muscles. Oh, it paralyzes muscles, and he's got a muscle that's twitching. So if you take purified botulism toxin, and will and let's call it Botox and inject it into the eyelid. You may have a slightly droopy eyelid, but it won't twitch oh. anymore. Could it be related to stress, though? Yes, thank you. Stress so, levels may um, be too high. Stress is a huge issue with people with blepharospasm, and you before you go to Botox, you should do stress management things. Yes, like um, yoga. Um, uh, meditation, that kind of stuff. Massage you know, el- works sure. well. Eliminating, um, eliminating stressors in your life. There are um, uh, drugs that can induce blepharospasm. So there should be um, 
uh, medications that they can give you to prevent blepharospasm. So people will sometimes use uh, antispasmodic type medications or things like gabapentin that sort of stabilize nerve cells. I'm not seeing really good um, uh, treatment for for uh, um, blepharospasm in uh, pill form. Uh, if you don't do well with the medication, which are generally short-term, uh, or with botulism, they can do surgery, and it's called a protractor myectomy, and they just basically remove the muscles responsible for eyelid closure. But again, you're going to have an eyelid that doesn't work right after that. Right. Um, anyway, and then they can do a sensorimotor re- uh, activities as well to just rewire the brain. And you have to – they'll do this a lot of times at university centers. And um, it's called neuroplasticity-based re-education. And you're just re-educating the neurons not to fire. fire right. And so you could talk to somebody about that. But th- th- where you want to go for this is an ophthalmologist, not an optometrist. Optometrists are awesome. But an ophthalmologist, that's an MD or a DO that um, treats uh, medical conditions of the eye. eye. And and then go from there. So good luck with that. All right. Sorry about that, man. Uh, A lot of times it's self-limited, though. It just goes away on its own. So instead of the Sherwin sleeve thing today, I have a new synthesizer here. And I'm going to use it to to walk us out. It is called a Gecko loop synth very inexpensive they're handmade in europe and uh, it's relatively inexpensive you can see it's in a little um wooden box that looks like a a music box right Right. and you open it up and you turn it on and then it's got all these different channels that you can program and let's do uh channel one and we should get some music and let's make it louder though Well, shit. Let me see. Oh. Okay, I've got that channel muted. That's why. Let's see where the volume is on this. It's a podcast, so we can take time to do this. Kind of relaxing, though. And see if you tap on it. a little delay in there yeah let's see here increase oh you can hear my voice too okay and your reverb button two yeah it's got little speakers in it and little sensors like i can do this sensor here it'll increase the bass i'm gonna cut off our mics just for a second Oh man, that's awesome! All right. I like that. I'm about to get one. Gecko, G E C H O, loop synth. And if you get one, um, tell them Doctor Steve sent you. <laughs> Thanks. Always go to nice nurse. Nice nurse. Well, you are a nice nurse. I am a nice, naughty nice. <laughs> Night nurse Evie. <laughs> Can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Tepp, Eric Nagel. Roland Compost, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, 
uh, Ron Bennington and Fez Watley, whose early support of this show had never gone unappreciated. Thanks also go to a certain Reddit community <laughs> that's chosen not to shit on us. <laughs> Thank you for that. We appreciate that, and that is also greatly appreciated by all. Uh, listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel. SiriusXM, channel 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Don Wickland's pleasure. Many thanks go to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas made this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.